0: This episode of Atomic Geekdom is brought to you by PennantChase.com, the home of free baseball simulation leagues. Sign up today and join a variety of leagues featuring every player from the history of Major League Baseball. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This time it's a uh, post-WrestleMania 31 show. Uh, we're going to talk a little Raw as well. Monday Night Raw is not war, apparently, anymore. Uh, we might actually talk a little Dance Moms too, because I think Tom was watching some Dance Moms tonight.
1: Not me, but it is being watched.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is there a little marathon going on at the the household?
1: I think they're clearing the DVR. Oh,
0: good. Get that garbage off of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Mania Weekend has come and gone We had the post-Mania Raw extravaganza as well And uh, we'll talk about just exactly how terribly wrong we were um, On on WrestleMania Sunday I'll start calling it that now since Dolph Ziggler seems to think WrestleMania Or the Super Bowl is the WrestleMania football
1: Yeah, way to go Dolph
0: Yeah, he took it back or took it. Well,
1: he—he he, well, he is a Browns fan, so maybe he's not used to the Super Bowl. You know, we're not—we're not ready at all.
0: <laughs> right? You guys know they do that every year, right? The season just—yeah, they do. Yeah, it is an event. We're aware of that. Okay, just making sure.
1: Uh... <laughs> we know it. It is a game that is played. Okay, we just haven't played it.
0: It's not one of those ex- exhibition games, and it
1: is televised, from what I understand.
0: Right, and it does mean something. It's not a play preseason game or anything. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's a trophy to be had. All right, all right, let's talk WrestleMania pre-show events in the very windy, windy uh, Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, California, a.k.a. Faux San Francisco, Uh, because it's not really San Francisco. That's where they say they are.
1: Well, that is 49ers home field, so yeah,
0: but it's in the city of Santa Clara. I don't know if that's like San Francisco County or something. I don't know. I don't live in California. Maybe we should ask Jenny. (laughs) Right, Uh, so we started the the kickoff show with uh, one hour of kickoff talk with Renee and her cast of friends And then in hour two, we got our first match, which was the tag team uh, Fatal 4-Way for the WWE Tag Team Championship Um, Tom, do you remember your pick?
1: I think I went with Kid and Cesaro on that one
0: Yes, we both picked Kid and Cesaro, so we were correct on that one So, yay, yay to us uh Ken Cesaro did walk- yeah. <laughs> Cesaro did walk away defeating the New Day, uh Los Matadores and the Usos. Uh it was a pretty entertaining match. I enjoyed it. Uh the this, the managers all got involved. I didn't really see too much of Xavier Woods, but Naomi and Natalia put uh El Torito in a figure four. Or uh, no.
1: Well I think I think you called that, said that there would be shenanigans on plenty from the people at ringside.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the New Day still suck.
1: Yeah, I think they let them know that on Raw, too.
0: We'll talk all about the, you know, the post. Yeah. Post Mania Raw <laughs> crowds are usually the best. We'll talk yeah. about it. Uh, did you enjoy this match?
1: I it was okay for what it was. I would really like to see the tag team division become more serious. Oh, and because think, it seems it seems very gimmicky. Yeah. With well, I I told you when Matadors came up, I was like, this is the most politically incorrect teaming ever. Yeah, and the the Usos just can't. I'm sorry, I like them, but I would like to see them go heel or something just to get them over a little bit more.
0: They're like the John Cena of the tag division.
1: Yeah. And New Day, uh, oh, you should have went with a heel stable to begin with. And I'm just not saying that I want the ungr- the angry black man scenario because I don't. I just what? think it would have made more sense. Because when remember when it was teased, that's where they were leading it, and then they come out all happy and singing. I didn't get right. that from the initial tease.
0: Right when Xavier was going up to these guys saying you're better than this or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah I didn't. I didn't get a, you know a happy touchy feely out of that. I got let's take over.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe that'll lead to that. Like, okay, we, you know, they hate us. Let's, uh, let's make them hate us type of thing. You know,
1: hopefully there's, there has to be a change because I, I actually think Kofi and Biggie as a team is actually an interesting dynamic because Kofi's a high flyer and you have the power guy. So it goes back to the classic tag teams.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, This was followed up by the 30-man Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale, which had a pretty cool Curtis Axel, uh, Axelmania moment, where (laughs) he would go on to Raw to brag about it. It took everybody to throw him out of the ring. (laughs) That's right. He crowd-surfed in the ring. It was pretty amazing. Uh, But he was also the first eliminated. Um, Well, the winner would end up eliminating the most people just by looking at it here. Um but it was a good ending, as far as the Miz and Mizdow having their showdown, and Mizdow put up a fight against Big Show. It was it was pretty exciting, but in the end, the big slow. Uh, we may
1: have got, yeah, we may have got the we got the pick wrong on that, but I think we both called for Mizdow and Miz to progress the feud.
0: Right. Yeah, we did.
1: Yeah, we also. I just. I think Big Show winning is just a kind of an easy way out of that one. I do think it's
0: leading to his retirement. It's kind of like, here, take this on the way out. You've never won a battle royal type situation. It's named after Andre the Giant. Take this, now go home.
1: Then I, I could forgive that, then. Yeah,
0: I do feel like that's kind of a parting gift. Yeah, you picked Ryback or the returning Sheamus. Uh, I picked Neville, who wasn't even in the match. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Hideo yeah, at- and Sheamus did not return. So. Right.
0: Hideo Itami showed up. He's won the the NXT and he got an illumination. He took out uh Bo Dallas. Oh, wow. Uh which we'll talk a little bit about Bo in the raw breakdown, cause mm-hmm. there's something to be said. Uh and I'm not happy. Uh let's just put it that way. And Hater Dave will show up at some point in this show. Um Hater Woo, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so the kickoff to this this WrestleMania thirty one was uh, the ladder match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship with Daniel Bryan, Big Bad News Barrett being the champion, R-Truth, Dean Ambrose, Luke Harper, Dolph Ziggler, and Stardust. Um, I, I thought this would steal
1: the show. Uh, it did well, but it wasn't great. I thought it had its high points. I mean, uh, I'm not a big Barrett fan, but watching him bullhammer everybody in existence was kind of funny.
0: Yeah, and Ambrose had the the spots of the night
1: uh with his elbow Oh, off. absolutely.
0: Yeah, his elbow off the ladder into the group and then getting just power bombed onto that ladder on the outside. I thought I thought for sure he was injured at that point.
1: Oh, I think we both kind of expected him to have the high spots cuz this is what he does. Yeah, he's uh he's definitely he would
0: be an ECW guy. He's a throwback.
1: oh Yeah, yeah I hope they can progress it. Further to he's amazing to watch, he he is the throwback, and that's I guess I think that's why we both like him.
0: Yeah, probably. Uh, Dolph Ziggler looked good as he always does, but the winner of this match would would come down to two people, Dolph Ziggler and Daniel Bryan, kind of at the end there. Uh, it was Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan goes home with the IC Championship. Uh, do you think this is gonna elevate the championship again?
1: I hope so. I mean, it's obvious that there's a lot of people fighting for it now, so. I really hope it does elevate. Although like we talked about elevating it doesn't necessarily mean putting on a guy who's had the world title before, but it it's on a name now, you know what I'm saying?
0: It's yeah, you have to tell a story now with that person right.
1: where it matters. Right.
0: Uh, where, because uh,
1: cause I did I mean I don't want to jump on a, to what we saw on Raw but when I saw Daniel Bryan holding the belt it was almost just like he didn't care that he was holding it and I, I don't know that might have just been me but
0: yeah I didn't get that feeling but I wasn't also paying that close attention you remember when it meant something was when Stone Cold threw it in the in the river uh, yeah
1: when Rock had it when there were physical fights and then you know shenanigans with it yeah yeah
0: they gotta do they gotta go back to stuff like that um, I think so you know
1: cuz this is like we said supposed to be an elevation title.
0: Yeah, this is supposed to be you win this this is you you're on the track. Right. Uh, but we all know where Daniel Bryan is. He was on he had his WrestleMania moment. Is that it for him? Is he not a main event guy anymore?
1: I don't know where that does leave
0: him. Um and speaking of of Ambrose, we'll, we'll get into it later, but man, I love Ambrose but he's getting a raw deal out of this whole shield breakup.
1: I think so. He's the one not getting any love.
0: Right. Cause you got both Roman and Seth who have been in main event matches for months now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, who knows what Reigns would have been doing if he hadn't got hurt earlier. <clears throat> right. But uh, we'll, yeah, we'll get, we'll touch on that after the, in the raw breakdown uh, they followed this match. Yeah. Dana Bryan is the new IC champ and he would defend it on raw. Against Dolph Ziggler. And we'll talk about that. That that was a match.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, the, there was hatred in that. I, I <laughs> really got it. It was a good
0: match. I felt a, a, a Dolph heel turn coming. I actually was thinking the same thing. And I wouldn't mind that. Dolph is a good heel. Uh, okay. So after this, we would get Seth Rollins with J&J Security against Randy Orton. With maybe the spot of the night. Uh, I
1: think so. I think so.
0: (laughs) With yet another RKO out of nowhere. Uh, uh, Oh, let's go back to our prediction. We were both wrong. We both picked Ambrose, and it ended up being Daniel Bryan.
1: Although I did kind of suspect Daniel Bryan, but, yeah, my heart went with Ambrose. I think your your text you sent me was absolutely right. Stop going with our heart and go with our head.
0: Yeah, we'll be smarter next time, we promise. Yeah, yeah. We don't know if we're going to do an Extreme Rules pre-show, post-show thing, but we'll definitely do one for SummerSlam. Um, okay, so if you're keeping track, right now we're one and two, one right, two wrong. Uh, it would get worse from here,
1: but here's a bright- not too good. <laughs> right.
0: Here's a bright spot. We both picked Randy Orton, and Randy Orton would RKO Seth Rollins out of a curb stomp.
1: Uh, pretty amazing. It was one of the coolest. I mean, I've seen him do it. My still my favorite is when he caught Evan Bourne in the middle of the the like the shooting star press. Yeah. That's my favorite. But this one is right up there.
0: Yeah, this one was pretty good. And you knew we talked about it. We I think we did an over-under on how many RKOs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh-huh. I had I think I had four and eight. <laughs> yeah, you did have eight uh suplexes.
1: <laughs> oh no it was super, Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was for um uh, the Brock match. We'll talk about it. And yeah, I think you hit it. I think it ended up being eight. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> um,
1: suplex city
0: <laughs> right. He, he, we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah. So Randy Orton beats Seth Rollins and, and we'll, I'm not a Randy Orton fan, but it was a good match.
1: Still look weird with the elbow pads. I, I don't know what, <laughs> I, just weird to me. It's like the first time I saw Cody Rhodes with knee pads. Maybe it's something I'll have to grow on me.
0: Yeah. And, and Cody Rhodes with knee pads has worked, uh, even though now yeah. he's in the full stardust get up, but
1: maybe it's, they're putting the elbow pads on him so they can accessorize his action figures. I don't know.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Get more plastic on there. Uh, all right. So yeah, we were we were both right there. So we're we're mm-hmm. we're two and two now. We're at five hundred. We're on a roll. <laughs> lead us into uh, the Terminator Genesis commercial <laughs> that that was Triple H's entrance. <laughs> I, I was looking what, for some. What was that? I was looking for something so cool, and that was dumb.
1: I thought last year's entrance was so much better
0: with Charlotte and yes. and the two other NXT divas uh it was sasha and uh oh, who's the blonde who i who I love uh I'll look it up real quick oh
1: shoot, I can't remember oh was it uh summer
0: yeah summer uh, summer breeze no summer ray summer no, it wasn't summer why am i where did breeze come from uh it was alexa bliss oh okay yeah alexa sasha and Charlotte.
1: I was gonna say it could have been summer ray We haven't seen her on t v in so long we forgot what she looks like.
0: <laughs> right wasn't she isn't she filming like the marine 17
1: uh might be but yeah I, I don't know
0: uh anyway so yeah we had the terminator entrance for triple h which was ridiculous uh just a huge commercial for a movie that doesn't come out until
1: until SummerSlam almost i'm just i'm just gonna be honest with you i was not Im- i thought all the entrances that were so theatrical were so overdone uh yeah
0: uh, and Undertaker. Okay, people were raving
1: about raving about them like they were so cool. I was like, oh, what what are we doing here? Yeah. I know it's supposed to be California, so it's you know kind of the Hollywood feel, but geez. I didn't get really Triple H's was the biggest one, I think. Other oh well, I mean Rusev's was. If he wouldn't have been carrying the Terminator skulls, I think it would have been okay. Right, because now his character is a Terminator. Yeah, where'd this come from?
0: His character became, you know, he was the king of kings and then he started carrying around
1: skulls and stuff. and That's why I said last year's was so much better. Where it almost had like a tribal king feel. Yeah. Yeah, it was Game of Thrones-ish mixed with Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Stay, stay in your lane, Triple H. Stay in your lane.
0: <laughs> right. Um, and I still think the segment that would come later with Triple H and Stephanie should have been earlier before his match, I think.
1: I think so. I think it took a little kind of love off of
0: the match itself. Right, because... You know, he didn't look hurt or beat up. And no. He should have. It was a good match. Triple H and Sting looked good, man. Uh, I, I watched Sting a little bit in, uh, in t- uh, uh, TNA, and I did not think he looked good his last couple months in TNA. But he's been working hard, it looks like, and he, he showed it. He looked good.
1: I think we we hit on that on the pre-show when we were talking about what uh, how I thought he looked like he had really been in good shape. Yeah, because you're right. That last run of TNA looked terrible.
0: Yep. Um, We both picked Sting because how could they not give Sting the win?
1: I don't understand the booking on this, and I don't understand the way the match played out. Right. I mean, Sting fought the NWO for ever, and they're going to come help him. And they come and save him because DX came. Uh, Well, but these guys were all standing together at the Hall of Fame celebration the night before. (laughs) Right. The click was not (laughs) like Um, somebody in creative is not putting two and two together here.
0: Uh, Yeah, that was that was bad booking. I mean, it was it was a moment,
1: obviously. If it would have been me, I would have done the exact same thing. DX and Sting fights them off. Well, here comes the NWO. Okay, minus Hogan. Because Hogan being there just wouldn't have made sense. Right. But have them come out to try to stop Sting. Sting fights them all off and wins. I would have bought that. Yeah. I mean, we would
0: later find out why Triple H would win this match. Um, And it was for the moment later. I think. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, it was cool to see DX fighting NWO, and, and, then, and then HBK coming out at the end, standing with DX. The you know the new DX with the old DX. Uh, we didn't get you know you don't get to see that much with yeah. you know, the reunions, which is kind of cool. But it was, you know, it's too little, too late. <laughs> how how long ago was this war?
1: I think I was choking on nostalgia.
0: Yeah, yeah, I kept asking myself, what year is it?
1: I think that's the text you sent me. What what year is this?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then didn't they shake hands at the end? I uh, yeah. Triple H would would brush DX off, and then he would tell an NWO to back off, and he would shake Sting's hand and had a yeah, conversation with him.
1: Uh, again, still choking on nostalgia.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So you go on the high of that match, which lasted nearly twenty minutes. I'm going to, to give some match links now. I'm going to go back and give some match links. The tag team match, title match was 10 minutes. The 30 man battle royale, only 18 minutes. The IC match, 14 minutes. Orton and Rollins, 13 minutes. Triple H it, and Sting. What what was the what was the ladder match? Uh ladder match was 13 minutes, uh 14 minutes.
1: 14 minutes for 7 people in a ladder match, that is not enough time.
0: Yeah, and they had to cut the main event down. Wow. The main event was supposed to be like 30 minutes. Um. So where was I? Oh, yeah. Orton and Rollins was 13. Triple H and Sting had the longest match of the night. Triple H's match, 18 and a half minutes. Uh, here's a
1: little, here's a little a tidbit for you. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, Triple H tweeted it out today. There was an, a former NXT guy in every match except the Triple H Sting match.
0: Let's take a look here. Let me look. We'll go back. Cesaro. Cesaro was NXT, I guess. Uh but you go to Big E,
1: Xavier Woods. Uh So I well, Tyson Kidd? Tyson hit. Tyson, Tyson just kind of kind of came up recently, really.
0: Yeah, 30 Man Battle Royale had a ton of them. Uh The IC title match, I guess Luke Harper, Dean Ambrose. Ambrose. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh Barrett was NXT. Like old school. Yeah. Old school NXT. Oh,
1: oh yeah, before NXT was what it is now.
0: Yeah right. Rollins, uh, Page, yep. Rusev, Bray, and then the main event with Reigns.
1: Yep. Yeah. Triple right. H. His, well, his tweet came out and he was very proud of the guy. I, I? I think it was really cool that he did that.
0: Yeah. Was that also? Hey, hey Vince, we can retire yeah.
1: now. <laughs> yeah. We can hope. That's what it was. <laughs>
0: Hey, Vince, you're ruining the product.
1: <laughs> uh, or like we or like we said, hey, Vince, these are my guys. Step off. Yeah, back up. You're going to ruin.
0: Uh, I can't. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll get there. Don't uh, ruin a good thing. Okay, so Triple H, 18 and a half. Even the shortest match, which was the tag team match, which had uh, 12 people in it, two, four, six. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 uh, was, was 10 minutes. The Divas match, which had four people, what do you want to guess?
1: I'm going to go with eight.
0: Oh, didn't quite even make seven minutes long.
1: Six, wow. Six
0: minutes, 42 seconds. Wow. Yeah. AJ Lee would go on, AJ Lee and Paige would go on to defeat the Bellas, Brie and Nikki. Uh, by submission, AJ Lee got the win. Uh, looked good as
1: always. Do you do you think do you think do you think Punk was marking out when they were celebrating? I think there was a the picture AJ was standing on the turnbuckle, and in the background you see the Pepsi Cola sign. I didn't see that. Like at the top of the stadium.
0: No, <laughs> that, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet Punk was marking out on that one. I
0: do keep looking for moments where she's trying to give a little hint to to Punk. You know, like with something in her gear or oh. Yeah. Like her wristbands are very punk colors, Um so I always I always think that, but uh I I don't know. He was probably busy with hockey. <laughs> he was tweeting a lot about hockey during Raw last night.
1: Oh, he's training. Yeah, I mean yeah, he's yeah. getting ready. So
0: In my town, boy. My town. He's up here in
1: Milwaukee.
0: <laughs> uh, I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to meet him in Illinois at C two E
1: two. Get a, get a picture with him. Put it on the website.
0: I will. It's. It, I think it's worth the money. Uh. So as it stands right now, this is we the only one really where we both differed on this match. So going in, we're one, wait, one, two, and one, two, three. We're two and three. So two, four, three against. You picked the Bellas. I picked AJ and Page.
1: That's where we, we veer. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, we were right. I love it. Finally. Well, you were wrong. I was right. <laughs> I got that one right.
0: You picked the bell. Oh, well, yeah. You know, you can't get it right. out. That's uh, well,
1: yeah, that's that's right, because I did say something about, you know, the shenanigans that is.
0: Uh, right. All right. So let's power through here. Uh, Sina and Rusev for the United States championships. Rusev would come out with Lana and some tanks and some soldiers from Russia. Uh, and probably the biggest budget intro that we had all night.
1: I think so. It's totally overplayed.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you, you know, they're behind Rusev if they're going to do all that for him.
1: Well, uh, you, you would think so.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, and Sina would end up winning seen uh, as your new United States champion <laughs> uh, because terrible
1: yeah terrible book
0: because of an accidental distraction from Lana leading to Rusev running into her uh, yeah so seen as your US champion and he also- I don't
1: I still I still don't see the point in that I don't
0: you know what though we both got it right we predicted it
1: hey well I see the point in that <laughs>
0: Uh, so we'll see where it goes. Uh, okay, and what I was hoping would be the match of the night: Undertaker and Bray Wyatt for the right to be, uh, the scariest man in the WWE. I guess. Uh, Bray would dominate. He would do very well in this match. He would do his little spider crawl or his exorcist crawl, and then Undertaker coolest moment. Yeah, Undertaker- coolest moment
1: of the match. Undertaker sat up and just terrified Bray.
0: It was. It was- well, yeah, because. It-
1: Actually, did you notice, I kind of noticed watching this match, Bray is, you know, he's trying to come off as this monster heel, but you just kind of got little hints on his face that he was just so happy to be there. Yeah, yeah, like a kid at Christmas. Yeah, and you could totally understand it. Yeah, maybe. Because this is huge for him.
0: Yeah, and maybe it will play off like that, like I got to face the, the monster, or something. I don't know. We'll see because Bray wasn't on Raw, which is, I think, a, a mistake.
1: Well, and him losing was a mistake.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which the only reason for him to lose would be if Undertaker's facing Sting next year. That's the only way you make Undertaker
1: be. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Why put Undertaker over if he's not going to come back?
0: Right. And it sounds <laughs> like if it does happen, it's, uh, they're both going to retire a match.
1: I got to say, I thought Undertaker looked good. He looked in really good shape. Way better. I mean, better. he kind of had a mixture of the Undertaker. Undertaker, oh, yeah, much better than last year. Yeah. But he kind of had the Undertaker, American badass look kind of combined. Right, right. Which I was But never. he looked in great, in great shape compared to last year. I mean, he was moving around real slow at times, but they, they, you did the usual Undertaker spots, and he was able to pull them off.
0: Yeah, yeah, he didn't look.
1: Yeah, last year was just sad. As Michael Cole would say, "Vintage Undertaker."
0: Right. Yeah. I don't know what what he how many times he said it, but he could have said it his normal seven times per match. <laughs> yeah. Which he would say it for everybody. Vintage Cena. Vintage Punk. Exactly. <laughs> it's not vintage in- if you say it every night.
1: Well, dare I say that's vintage Cole. Hey, see what I did there.
0: Rest in peace, Michael Cole. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our main event. Uh, again, we got that wrong. Bray Wyatt did not win. We both picked Bray. Uh, in our main event.
1: Uh, again, I I don't understand. I don't understand the booking of that. I really don't. Unless, like what you said, has to be first thing to. Yeah. It has to be a setup for next year because all you did was really. We, we made a big point of that. Bray carried this feud by himself and did fantastic work. But just to kill it in one match, I really don't like that.
0: Yeah. With Undertaker never really saying a word to him.
1: Not a word. And it kind of goes back to when Bray was feuding with Cena last year. There was no reason for Bray to lose to Cena last year.
0: Right. Other than it's super Cena. Exactly. Um, all right. So they close out the show. Actually, before we get to the main event, there was a segment that ran like it seemed for 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, they brought, for- yeah. The authority came out to just uh, pretty much tell the record-breaking <laughs> attendance and just flaunt that. They are Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, and they own the WWE universe uh, that we 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 give them money and they deserve all our all the adulation in the world. Uh, And I called it, dude. I so called it. I knew The Rock was going to be there because his mom was sitting near Ronda Rousey. Right. Uh, I'm like, oh, she's there. So guess who else is here? (laughs) So uh, I wasn't surprised when his when, you know his music hits and then out comes the rock wearing some skinny jeans that he probably borrowed from from uh Batista.
1: Oh, yeah. shade.
0: I went there. I went
1: Yeah. There.
0: Um please please don't hurt me. Mr. Batista. <clears throat> um, wow. I, I like Dave Batista. He was good as
1: well, the only, the only difference is Rocks Rocks did not rip. True. And he wasn't wearing he did weird, not rip. weird weird blue tennis shoes.
0: <laughs> um okay uh he also had a bigger movie with guardian guardians of the galaxy but i'm sure fast seven yes or furious seven whatever this one's called it's gonna be huge okay. is uh is ronda
1: in fast seven furious seven
0: yeah she fights michelle rodriguez i think
1: yeah i thought so so i mean it's that was going to be the way to plug her in, but again, what I talked, I texted you yesterday. Clearly, there's got to be a relationship going between UFC and WWE now, or Ronda would not have been there.
0: Right, and she tweeted that that's just the beginning. Right. Uh, yeah, because basically Stephanie got in Rock's face and said, "You won't hit a woman," and then he brought up Ronda from the audience who was there with her four horsewomen.
1: Is is Stephanie trying to be the the top heel in WWE right now? I mean, she's is cute. that what she's going she's,
0: for? It's working. She's the new Vin, um the new v- Mister McMahon. <sighs> because it's not Triple H. Uh-uh.
1: <laughs> no. Uh,
0: and we we didn't even see Triple H last night. No. So we we saw Stephanie though. Um. So yeah, they would come out and they'd have a little showdown. Uh, Triple H was kind of goating Rock into having a or maybe it was the other way around into goading to have on a, a throwback match.
1: Yeah. It was rock really kind of trying to go triple H into it, yeah. which I'm like you, I don't if you, triple H already had this match with Sting. I don't think this was necessary except other than get rock on the show and right. get Ronda Rousey on the show. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. It was, it was mostly a media thing I think yeah. because all the attention they got.
1: Um, right. I, I,
0: yeah, and the, I mean, the word is, rumor is, and you're going to hear it here, and you've probably heard it on other, you know, dirt sheet, quote-unquote dirt sheets, which are internet websites now, uh, that next year it's going to be Brock and Rock at Mania 32.
1: That's what, yeah, that's the rumor.
0: That is what's being rumored. But I would I would actually rather see Rock
1: and Triple H. I would actually not like to see either. I mean. <laughs> oh, I could have either. Okay. Because, I mean, it's just, it's not sticking with what, with what's happening right now. Stop bringing up the past, and let's move forward.
0: Right. Stop using part-time players.
1: Well, I was just shocked that Stone Cold didn't show up.
0: Well, you know why, right? No. Uh, there was some kind of issue with them using the Stone Cold podcast.
1: Uh, oh. Some kind of issue,
0: which is also why the network is switching to Jericho's podcast. Yeah, I was wondering about that. So they're not in a good place.
1: Um, we'll see. What yeah, happens. I was wondering why they were switching to that.
0: We'll see what happens. Um, okay, so main event time.
1: I'm uh, still, I'm still, I'm, I'm a fan of Jericho's, so I'm not mad about it.
0: Yeah, Jericho's got a good show. I've listened to a few episodes of his. Yeah, and uh, it'll be cool. He's going to talk Jericho. To his- if you listen to these,
1: we'd like to put you on here.
0: Oh, dude. If we could get Jericho is Atomic Geekdom as as a trend oh, on Twitter, my or God. hashtag Jericho is Atomic Geekdom. Jer- Chris Jericho, if you're listening, we want to talk rock. We want rock and roll, mm. not not. The we rock. We do. But we'll talk the rock with you because you put him in his place your first night in WWE. Rock, huh? uh, I'm a Jericho-holic. Jericho, we want you on the podcast. Let's make this happen.
1: Oh, I've been... Oh, I've been a Jericho holic from day one.
0: I wish I could say day one, but I uh, I missed him in ECW. Uh, so, but WCW days with his Dean Malenko feud. Well,
1: when I say when I say when I when I when I say day one, I actually I'll go back to WCW when he really turned heel because that was when he really came into his own.
0: Yeah, when he pretty much did his when own when he thing. got away
1: from the you know I I'm just I'm the you know what is it the Lionheart yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. when he got to do his own thing, pretty much. When he told kind of Bischoff, I'll do my own thing. And he got to be full heel. Right. He did the Goldberg stuff, the Dean stuff. Oh, he was genius.
1: Uh, he, he's, ama- he's, he's one of the best. Yeah,
0: he's welcome anytime on this podcast.
1: Please, Chris, please. <laughs> All right.
0: Hashtag Jericho. Or no, Atomic Geekdom is Jericho. Would that be mm <laughs> Yeah, Atomic Kingdom is Jericho. Huh? I love it. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get that going. All right, back to Mania so we can wrap up here. Uh Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Uh they did a very good job of telling a good story in this match, uh, making me feel sympathetic for Roman Reigns. Uh he looked good uh getting beat to death by Brock Lesnar. Uh he was he was thrown around. He had his moments. He he busted Brock open when Brock hit the 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 ring uh post
1: just did bad. He, do you think do you think he busted legit or
0: it looked legit to me he put his arm up to block the pole and he hit it yeah. and, and that he just that ripped him open I wouldn't be surprised if he did cut himself, but there wasn't really a spot for him to cut um right because you know brock he will swear like he he dropped he dropped you know <laughs> <laughs> like in the middle of the match he was right in the camera uh I'll let you say it.
1: Not I'm not allowed to cuss on these shows.
0: I'll let you this time.
1: Was it the suplex city bitch That's when he yelled one. it?
0: That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> it would it would pretty much prompt Paul Heyman to the next night say that the most not PG wrestler of the PG era era uh, loved it on Raw. And man, Paul Heyman took it, took it last night on All Raw right. as, as always, as he always does. Uh, but
1: Paul, Paul being Paul.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Brock didn't look too too with it after he got busted open. Um uh, yeah, so he got busted open. It looked like Reigns might have a chance that at that point. Kind of weakened the monster, but uh no, not so much. It looked like it was gonna be Brock at the end. But we called it shenanigans. Were a possibility, even though we knew Vince wasn't a, wasn't a guy to let the cash in. Be at Mania, Seth Rollins cashes in when both guys are down. Uh, he lets he he kind of lets the two guys take each other out. Curb stomps them both, and pins Roman Reigns to get the championship.
1: Well, and- oh, I loved it. I read somebody on the internet actually said nobody's been able to use it to get into a match. Um, I remember Cena used it one time to set the match he didn't get in and just cash in right he, he actually started, set he, his yeah,
0: match he didn't interrupt a match he started a match
1: <laughs> yeah the contract allows you to do it whenever you want
0: right but this was the first time it was in the middle of a match changing it to a, a fatal uh, a triple threat
1: yes which i think was genius booking
0: yeah that was that was smart um and so because
1: back. i'm I'm with you i thought brock did his usual brock suplex everybody in the world and Roman, I, th- I did feel bad for him because, but at the same time, he was getting suplexed. Like Paul said on, my, on last night, he was smiling. It was like, you know, I can take this. Let's go. And I don't think a lot of people that say Roman's not ready, I think you're a little wrong. I think he is not quite ready.
0: Yeah. Maybe not ready for the title, but he's main event ready.
1: Right. Um, he might not be a primetime player, but he is very close. Because he's got a great look. He just needs to polish the ring and the mic. I really think Roman is going to go places.
0: Yep. All right. So that would make me four for nine. You were three for
1: nine. Yeah, that sucks.
0: We'll do better. We promise. We'll do better. I know, right? All right. So what was your moment of the night?
1: Uh, for me, I think it was the uh, the RKO out of the curb stomp. Okay.
0: I will go with uh, Seth Rollins, cashing in.
1: Now, my 2.0 my two would be Bray doing the, the creepy walk and Undertaker just sitting up. Because that <laughs> was the look in his face. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Because yeah. he had been beating the hell out of him the whole match. Right. And here he is sitting up. And I was like, oh, this that was actually, dare I say, vintage Undertaker. <laughs> thanks michael thank you yeah you're welcome
0: all right uh my low light would be the skylar gray kid ink with travis barker performance
1: uh why why do they keep doing that uh, yeah
0: i don't even know who kid ink is and maybe that's because i'm you know 33 but i don't my low
1: my oh uh, yeah I'll go, i'm sorry travis barker yeah i know who he's he been is. Around.
0: he's amazing so and he right. also had a dean ambrose shirt on so true
1: my low light, and I've got to say, was Big Show winning because I think there's so many, so many other ways you could have gone with that. Yeah, you could have like we actually said, the NXT guys, the younger guys. This automatically gives you notice. This puts you in the spotlight. You could walk in to Monday Night Raw and have an instant show with somebody, just because of that. Yeah, I yeah. think it was just it was just wasted on Big Show.
0: Totally agree. Um. So, mania grade, normal school grade, A, B, C, D, E, F.
1: I'm going to stick with a C on it.
0: C. I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B. There wasn't a whole lot wrong with the show itself. Just not maybe the way I would have booked it, or you would have booked right. it. But who, right. who, are, who are we? We're just some some armchair booking agents.
1: Who would book a phenomenal show that people would pay millions of dollars for. Yeah,
0: you're, you're right. Atomic Kingdom <laughs> e- <Atomic laughs> is Jericho. Yeah, that's right. Hashtag Atomic is Jericho. One more time. All right. Let's just real quick talk about Postmania Raw, which is always a huge event, debuts, surprises, uh returns, but nothing tops the audience of a postmania raw. This was San Diego, I think. Yes. Uh a phenomenal job, San Diego.
1: Well done. Best always post raw is the best crowds of the year. <clears throat> Typically heel cities, uh, I think. Or they end up
0: feeling like heel city.
1: Well, you know what I think it is? I think it's got that uh just all-world feel because a lot of the fans that came for WrestleMania are usually still there. So right. it's got almost like it's almost got like a soccer stadium environment <laughs> where they'll just do hell. Last night did you see the wave going around the arena? That was in the main event, right? Yeah. 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 I sure did. No, I don't know if it was just because they were
0: bored or because they were that awesome. It might have been just electricity, man. Uh, I can tell you what did not provide electricity speaking as a host who is prone to being a little monotone at times, a little boring Byron Saxton
1: was, sir, sir. I'm going to cut you off. You are no Byron Saxton. I'm going to save you. I'm going to save you from giving yourself that description.
0: (laughs) Thank you, sir. Uh, Byron Saxton sucks and he's not, he's not that bad on
1: NXT. I don't know what happened. Byron snooze fest. You know what saves him on NXT when King came out? Oh, Corey. Oh yeah. Corey Graves and Renee. And I think the best part of the pre-show is Corey Graves. Corey Graves should be on Raw. Also, Corey I, I know I, I get what they're doing, keeping him on NXT and I like it. Right. But this um, is a guy he he reminds me a lot of punk when he's talking because he's legit. I mean, the, there's he doesn't really miss up misstep anything.
0: Right, right. He uh he's gonna have his own show on the network, by the way.
1: I'm looking forward to that.
0: <clears throat> so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So is Renee. Renee is doing an interview show.
1: You keep paying for that, and I'll keep enjoying it. Yeah, when it, uh, you should get the MLB package again. Let me mooch off of that. Ooh, I well, I gotta see. I got a bunch of cornhole stuff coming up, but I will have to see.
0: <laughs> Opening day is this week, man. This true. I uh, can't wait. All right, so RAW. Uh, I did not catch the debut
1: of the Lucha Dragons, but I did get to watch it later. I did. Uh, and I thought it was. I thought they looked amazing because I watched them on NXT. Kalisto actually. Kind of breathes new life into whatever match he's in. You wanted you wanted
0: a fire in the lit in the tag team division. There it is.
1: Yes, I believe so. And Uh, I almost I can relate with them actually breaking the streak and taking the titles from the Ascension because they are fantastic to watch.
0: Yeah, Kalisto is man.
1: It's just a ball of energy. I'm thinking Vince is probably just kicking himself right in the face for not getting this guy to be Sin Cara from the get go. Right. But right. you went with the real Sinkara who stunk up the joint who's not even with the company anymore. No, he's still trying to sue for the rights of Sinkara, but right. I think this, I think this guy made it better than you.
0: Right. This Sinkara was the dude that was with Camacho, right?
1: Uh uh I think it is or was it? No, yeah, cuz the guy that was Camacho is now in TNA. But yeah. uh you're right. The guy that was with him is yeah. now
0: when they ride down on bikes and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I can't remember his name. So I, apologize. I can't. Yeah. He's Sintar well. You Well,
1: you, ident- you could identify him with the, the tattoo on his shoulder. Yeah, you, yeah. Any, anybody who's not paying attention, you know, the real the original Sincar did not have that.
0: Right, right. He also had weird coloring to his hues whenever he came to the ring.
1: Yeah, which that was just stupid to begin with.
0: Very gimmicky. Uh, but
1: so- if you watched this match, Kalisto was amazing.
0: Yeah, he had some good spots, man. He did a backflip off of uh, I think either Victor's off of Cesaro. Was it C- yeah Cesaro? Uh,
1: Cesaro's shoulders, <laughs> and then he did this. It was almost like a Hurricane Rana into a version of a pile driver. Yeah, yeah.
0: And that this it,
1: this were, is brand new life. I mean, seriously. This even if you know what if you want to bring back the cruiserweights or something. This is Kalisto. I I'm gonna watch just because I want to watch this kid.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it would be the first NXT call-up uh, would be the Lucha Dragons, but then they would show a little vignette of Neville. Uh, That's right. Dropping Adrian, just like they dropped Alexander and uh, was it Antonio? Mm-hmm. And there's another one I'm forgetting. Um, but they dropped those first names and they just go with, with Neville here. And it does seem like they're going Mighty Mouse because he came out with a cape and a hood. But we'll
1: see. Well, and I don't know if you afterwards, uh, I think it was uh, Curtis actually, actually tweeted, I'm not losing to Mighty Mouse. Oh, <laughs> well, no. Uh, yeah. Just please don't do that. Please don't. Because he looks, Adrian Neville is fantastic.
0: And yeah, that crowd was with him, man.
1: I Dude, he again, he's another guy that kind of really just brings something different.
0: That red arrow is. It's,
1: it's sick.
0: Yeah, it, it makes me think back to, and you said his name earlier, and I'm forgetting it, uh, with the RKO. Evan, Evan, Bourne. Uh, Evan Bourne? Yeah, Evan Bourne. I always loved Evan Bourne. Uh, Who is
1: Matt si- Matt Seidel in Ring of Honor, for yeah. those of you listening.
0: Yeah. Neville, I, I think he's going to end up with a slow start, but I think he's going to do better than like Bo Dallas and Adam Rose and
1: those NXT call-ups. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he's going to be a slow start, but I think that's how it should go. Yeah, I just hope it's get, not get him in a get him in a good feud with somebody. Don't push him towards a belt right away.
0: Right. Do kind of mirror what you did with with Paige.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> no, because Paige jumped right in the scene. Yeah, but. you don't have to do that, but don't throw a title on him right away, but Right. Um That yeah. Well that. Even, I think it was like
1: one of his head trainers in NXT even tweeted out. He was like, This is the real deal. Now you're watching the best. So <laughs> right. Uh, I we, we talked about him deserving to be up for a long time. I don't understand why. And I well, for the sake of the show, Sami Zayn is well he's hurt. Sami Zayn should be up. He's hurt. Yeah, well, yeah, I think him and Kevin Owens are hurt now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and yeah. There there has to be now, I think I'm hoping Triple H has got the ear because you saw two NXT guys come up. Maybe we're gonna see more because people are getting tired of the old people.
0: Yep, they need new life. And we'll talk about it right now, actually, with Brian versus Ziggler. Great match. Great uh, match. Barrett being on the announce table didn't really impress me. Sheamus coming back and looking like an idiot. Uh, his mohawk and Celtic braids in his beard.
1: Stupid. There's a red rooster.
0: <laughs> yep, the memes are everywhere already. The internet exploded yeah. as soon as
1: that happened. So Sheamus I Actually, I didn't mind Barrett on the mic. I didn't mind Barrett on a mic because he was giving him credit for this match actually got pretty physical between two fan favorites. Yeah, it was a great match. And I'm like you. You said it earlier. I was I can see a Dolph Ziggler heel turn coming out of this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got to. you know, I, Yeah. You know what I was thinking? They should bring up Tyler Breeze and pair him with Dolph Ziggler. That would be amazing.
0: <laughs> same tip uh, similar personalities yeah
1: exactly
0: yeah i'm still on this tyler breeze has to be the new hbk thing not again reimagined not the same character but
1: right right
0: uh yeah bring a selfie stick and get him up here
1: or bring him up like i said put him with dolph for a minute call himself the show offs then he turns on dolph and now you've got another sean there you go yeah
0: a little marty Janetti like. moment
1: I like it. Sorry,
0: Dolph. but (laughs) (laughs) Again, yeah. You're putting somebody (laughs) else over. Um, Yeah. All right. uh, Real quick, we'll fly through this. Uh, Dean Ambrose losing to John Cena for the United States Championship, but then Ambrose kind of looking very depressed after he lost. I don't know what they're doing there. And shaking hands with Cena, like a respectful, this was a good
1: match type thing. And it was a good match. It was a good match, but once again, Cena doesn't sell. Right, right. He catches him in a sit down powerbomb, which he just immediately turns. (laughs) Who does that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm, actually, I kind of got, I kind of got the feelings of an angry Cena in that match too, which we're always looking for reasons to find a Cena turn, but he was, the crowd pissed him off. I think that's what it was. They they were singing, they were singing an I hate Cena song. That was the best. It
0: wasn't his, just chanting. They were just
1: they weren't just chanting. They were right. singing it.
0: The words to his music were changed. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, they got all rocky on him. Uh,
1: post yeah. WrestleMania crowds rule.
0: Yeah. Um, post WrestleMania loss, Brock Lesnar. Scary. Uh, yes. He would he would you know, he wouldn't get his rematch, so he just loses it and tries to kill Seth Rollins, who gets away. Uh, and that makes him even more angry. So he pushes over the announce table, which would stay pushed over for the entire show for some reason.
1: Yeah, because they couldn't push it back. Right.
0: Uh, it would stay on top of Booker T and JBL for a long time <laughs> through through the because, commercial break. because
1: <laughs> <yeah. laughs> they couldn't push it back. Right. Uh, I mean, ahead. it's a great it's a it's a great sell. I, it really is, but.
0: Yeah, they would take, yeah, they would take everybody out. Uh, Michael Cole would get F5'd and be taken out on a stretcher. Cameraman got F5 twice. I,
1: I think for me the funniest moment was when she when he grabbed the cameraman, my daughter was like, "Oh no, that guy hasn't done anything." He F5's <laughs> him and then he picks him back up. She goes, "Oh no, he's dead already." <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah why why brock why he's he's already dead leave him alone (laughs) right right
0: uh stephanie would come down and break it up and then end up suspending him indefinitely and a hefty fine is this the nfl what
1: (laughs) oh yeah the hefty fine which was funny like yeah he should be wearing a sue jersey the next time you see him right but the the backstage interview was the best because they I, I love where they they're breaking the walls down. You know he just signed a contract, so yeah. I own you, you son of a bitch.
0: And I liked Renee; she was looking everywhere to make sure Brock wasn't anywhere near her.
1: She kept looking. I know, right? She kept
0: looking around. That was perfect. I would be
1: too, man, if I was backstage. I'd be looking everywhere.
0: Where is he? I didn't do nothing well, to him, but well did and- the
1: cameraman. Back to that segment, you know, Heyman owns and it however long Brock's gonna be gone, they've got to still have Heyman around. Heyman killed on that entire segment.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna There's not
1: many he does there's not many he doesn't, but geez.
0: Uh, what's his name? Uh bin or Finn Balor tweeted uh kind of teasing at possibly being a Heyman guy. Love it. So maybe that could be coming soon.
1: You know I would love that, because right. I am a big Finn Balor fan, so
0: and Finn wouldn't have to talk, he would just do his thing and let Heyman talk for him, and he would do his theatrical entrances and all that.
1: Well, I mean, uh, he just signed this Brock signed this new contract. what I mean, I don't even know what the
0: I don't know the terms cement,
1: What are the terms of this contract? I mean, is he not going to be appearing for a while? I'm guessing he's going to take some time off. Which again, I'm not opposed to that because I think the world title needs to be on the show. But you just, I think in this moment, you just made him the top baby face of the company, and now he's not going to be around again.
0: You very much kind of did a Stone Cold thing with him.
1: I think so. I think so. Um,
0: yeah. So all right. Well, that's uh, unless you got anything else from Raw. That's that's it.
1: Well, the the ch- well the chanting of the uh, oh. please retire. It's a big show. Yeah, we mentioned that, and he actually was kind of looking out of the crowd, laughing. This was something started at NXT taping when he showed up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that post Mania crowd, man they're they're intense, and they say it in every broadcast. King is, was
1: sure to bring it up. And my, you mentioned it too. Two questions: Why wasn't why no Triple H? Right. Why no brand? and. Well, my my wondering of why no Bray is because we know we had already read that he got hurt in the pre kind of the warm up for the match. Yeah. Was it was it that bad? Because I, I watching the match, they did something perfect to sell that injury when he went to drive the knee into the steps into his head in the steps. And that's when he started selling the leg injury. I think that was done because that was the leg that hurt. Probably.
0: I guess he was wearing like a cast or brace all day up until the match.
1: Right. But I think that was great. Whoever worked that match, whether it was Bray or Tigger that put that thing together, that was a great way to sell that injury because you knew he was already hurt. Yeah. Well, those of us that read knew he was already hurt. I just, I don't understand not having him on.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I
1: don't, I don't, I don't want to see him, you know, coming from the boiler room again. Just vignettes. He's an established character. Let's just go have him go get it, man. Mick Foley has already claimed that he's one of the next world champions. And I agree.
0: Right. Uh, You see, Noel Foley is, is getting hot and heavy with tweeting now. Yeah. Uh, Mick's daughter. uh,
1: You see, I, you see, I got hot and heavy with tweeting last week. See? Yeah. I I jumped back in like three or four. I hit like four or five. Thank you. Uh, I think
0: Noel wants, I think she wants the NXT tryout or something. Like she wants. Well,
1: I think she should. I mean, Mick's got so much history.
0: Well, he's supporting it. I don't know if they actually granted it or not. Uh, I know she wants one, and I wouldn't doubt it if they let her try.
1: Oh, yeah, we mentioned it, too. I mentioned it. I think it's a matter of time. Charlotte's going to be on her way up. She was in that tap-out commercial during Raw, so. Yeah, yeah, of course. I was kind of surprised she wasn't on Raw. Sell-out, tap-out. Yeah, Yeah. what's that about?
0: Yeah, if they're not in league with UFC now, and they're doing tap-out
1: commercials and (laughs) – but you, uh, what I told you, this kind of leaves the door open if Punk wants to come back. It's not a bad thing.
0: A relationship with UFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I. You know how many times I was just, you know, I, I knew it wasn't ever going to happen, but just once, just hear the punk music
1: at Mania. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you, God. Oh, you are. Oh, you, know, you had. You got my list.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, save us. Save us, Punk.
1: Uh, yeah. All right. Or then, you come on, come or you come on the show. We'd love to have Punk on the oh, show too. In studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now you just you just fanboyed it. Now he's scared. I'll
0: go. I'll go to the the training facility and you don't have to even lift a finger. I'll bring it all to you, buddy.
1: That'd be awesome. Uh yeah. Uh yeah.
0: Last year I went down to Wrigley to see a Brewers Cubs game. You know I'm a Brewers fan. Yeah. For those that didn't know, right. and who would be singing the national anthem? None other than CM Punk is there when I just so happened to be in Chicago.
1: First time you cheered for anything
0: Cubs related? Uh, no, no, I did not cheer for the Cubs. I cheered for CM Punk.
1: Well, he was wearing a Cubs jersey. I'm sure.
0: I still shouted "root, root, root" for the Brewers, not the Cubbies. You know, well, you got sing this year.
1: No, you can understand.
0: Uh, i did not go try to stalk him afterwards to see if he was somewhere in the in the stadium so we're safe there all right well that's our that's our mania (laughs) that's our mania post show Uh, tell us what you think are you guys enjoying the wwe products should we do more of these wrestling pay-per-view post shows uh let us know Uh, also tweet out the hashtag atomic geekdom is jericho And absolutely, maybe we'll get his attention and maybe we'll get him on. We'll talk, talk, anything he wants to talk about, man. We'll talk hockey. We'll talk music. Heck yeah. uh, Comedy. He's doing some, some improv recently. We'll do, we'll do it all, man. We'll talk anything to get Chris Jericho on this show.
1: Uh, Tom, any last words for our wrestling audience? No, I I think we could be maybe turning a corner from the stuff that has bored us to the stuff that will excite us because it's there. It they just got to write it right. And I you and I we've always said if we could book a show, everybody would watch.
0: I think so. We we like to get stroke our egos, but that's what you do in the wrestling okay. business. Just go talk Exactly. Go talk to Vince Russo, David uh David, uh Eric Bischoff and yeah, you'll see.
1: So if anybody's listening looking for bookers, we're we are willing to save your show. <laughs> right.
0: Right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next
1: time. All right.